Good morning, Albuquerque. Three minutes past the hour is the hour, right, man? We're here. We're here. We're here. We were in unison this morning. We'll get into it in a second. Yeah. My name is Fred Slow. Alongside me and my battery mate, the pitcher or catcher, Van Nunley. Good morning, Van. Good morning, my dude. How you be? I feel good. I'm in a good space mentally, emotionally, physically. I'm on the come up. Thank you to Evolve Strong. Yeah. Having a lot of fun with them. Just not time management. Well, and we'll get to that. <laughs> good morning, Mike Vitale. How are you? And how are you guys? How about the, the Astros got still alive? So, are they still playing? No, no, they got swept. Wait, what? What? The, they didn't the get Astros swept. Astros are still alive. They're they're what? I hold on. I thought they got swept. They did they lose? I just quit watching when it was down three zero. Did something change? What else could have happened? What happened, Vital? Tell us. Uh, you, I'm not an Astros. Fan. I just I turned my TV. You. I canceled my cable service. I don't know what you're talking about. I've, I I don't have the internet. Similar to an ostrich, I've just kept my head in the ground. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah. I just visited random caves around New Mexico. That's nice. <laughs> I did go to Bandelier National Monument last week. How was that, buddy? I tell you what, a little slice of history. Man, it's neat, isn't it? It was neat. I like going in the huts that got the uh, the smoke stains and like the petroglyphs. It's gorgeous. Uh, it's a cliff-dwelling people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Prehistoric. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously some sort of history. But You sound like an expert already. How long were you there? Oh, gosh. Millennia. Okay. That's what it seemed like. What's more recent? Whenever those cliffs were dwelled by people or whenever a team made a 3-0 comeback in Major League Baseball playoffs? I love the analogy, but one happened 16 years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. When the hated Boston Red Sox... Overcame a 3-0 deficit to the lo- beloved New York Yankees. Yeah. That's how the Astros have changed the landscape. The Yankees are the good guys now. Yes. Everyone There's- cheers for the Yankees because the Astros, Darth Vader. Wor- what's worse than Darth Vader? I think it's just Darth Vader. K- K- Kylo Vader. Kylo. K- K- Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, who is a Vader. I'm telling you, tell you what's happening right now, Vitale. The Tampa Bay Rays, the good guys. They're the good guys. The good guys. America's sweethearts. We're young and scrappy, and we don't know we're not supposed to be here. Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly that. Can't get nervous because you don't know how to be. Uh-uh. What do you mean these lights are brighter? I've never seen them before. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other team is battle-tested. Oh. Well, I mean, well. Yeah, we could say a lot of good things about them. We're not going to say good things because they're the bad guys. They're the bad ones. The bad guys, Vitale. Carlos Correa. Hate them. They're, yeah. not, they're not that bad. They look for a competitive advantage years ago. They're the bad guys. They're good at being bad. Let me tell you Let me tell you what's going on here. The good guys were up 3-0. Yes. Just like in real life. And then Luke Skywalker mm-hmm. swooped down on the Death Star. Oh, he did he really? There's only one spot on the Death Star where he can shoot it just like muskrats. No, w- back Womp in his rat. hometown. Womp rat. That's what I said. It's only, Back in his own town. it's only three meters. It's only man. three meters wide, Vital. Too weird. <laughs> I'm out of there. I'm out of here. And Luke Skywalker missed. He missed the shot. 
the well, Brewers and, and the now Cardinals. the Death Star is going to blow up the whole world. And Vital. now the Dodgers and the Brewers and the Cardinals <laughs> are going home. All right. First of all, Vital, you don't you don't besiege the Cardinal name. You know I'm in a state of mourning. Uh, the rest of October is for mourning. Well, it's for the Astros now. It is for the Astros. Woo! What a cool weekend we're about to have. We got a game seventy. Got a game sixty. I guess college football is going to be played tonight, like the first one that's worth watching. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Who's, who's playing? Uh, it's um, Alabama without yeah. their head coach. Who is playing? Because <laughs> it okay, changes got, so rapidly. He got the Corvid. He got the COVID. He got the old Uncle Corvid got him. They're going to play the them George Bulldogs. Ooh. So. And now he found a loophole yesterday talking about the fact, well, because my uh, recent test here yesterday was negative, do I get a chance to go on the field? And he wants everybody to bend the rules for him. Can I have my intern sit there and move the uh, uh, move the uh, the camera at every angle? Can I talk to people on the sidelines? And they're like, SEC is like, no, no, <laughs> no. Apparently, if yeah, he it's tests, punish, it's punishment. If he tests negative again today, and it's a night game. That that'll be a that'll be a positive for Alabama. Will it though? Because you'll get three negatives, make a positive. <laughs> well, I if you ask Chris Christie if you can trust rapid response COVID tests. Oh my goodness! Because that's what Alabama says is good enough. I trust that his obesity got him into some trouble. Okay, with the COVID. He, I mean. It might be the wake-up call that he needed. He should wake up early and exercise like we do. It evolves strong. At Evolve Strong, <laughs> Candelaria, east of the interstate. Speaking, First class is free. Speaking of partners of the show, Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio, or, of course, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we're getting strong with Evolve Strong. Van, we got, a, we got a banger of a program today. We got a lot of guests. Back to back. We got I mean, back to back to back to it's like a me it's like me at a home run derby. Yeah, it's like um, back 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 back. It's like uh, Springer, Altuve, Brantley, and Correa back to back to back to back. And Bregman shows up someday too, I guess. Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman due for a big game tonight. Must see TV game seven. I think I'm going to watch that tonight. Well, I'm building my life of course, around I it. Mean, if you're a baseball fan. <laughs> Uh, we got we we got four guests today, four of them. Yeah, Anthony Garcia, he's the owner and head coach of the Albuquerque, or excuse me, the Duke City Diamondbacks. It's a nonprofit, full contact adult women's football organization, obviously based out of here in Albuquerque. They got uh, they got some cool stuff going on. They helped us with a blood drive last week. A bunch of players came out, donated, big part of the community. So that's going to be fun. We're going to talk to him. Good dude. Yeah, at 8.15. Right before him, my friend Sarah Heffen of Watermelon Ranch. We're going to talk to her. I'm really excited for the listeners to learn about this organization. If you're not familiar, get ready to get familiar. Because we're helping the community and we're helping them with, this is like a this is like adoption, this is like pets, this is like... All of the different avenues to, to be part of that world, yeah, and, and they're they're out, they're like everyone right now struggling a little bit. Everyone had a knee jerk COVID puppy, yeah, and then everybody realized that uh, taking care of a dog is responsibility. Correct. And now we got the second wave 
of adoption dogs coming right now, and we need your help, Albuquerque. So get ready for Sarah from Watermelon Ranch talk about rescue dogs and cats. Who else we got, Van? 7.30, we got Evolve Strong Ooh. to tell you what the real deal is. Stoked to have them on. I learn something every time. We're doing Sober October. and Oh, gosh, we're doing Sober October. And you know how sober we are? I'm right now, unfortunately, sober. Very, very <laughs> sober. Like, you know how much fun I would have had watching this comeback from 3 0 with booze? You know Lo- the- loyal listener and Albuquerque fan, if you did not know this from listening to us so regularly, Love. as you do, I'm a Astros homer. I am from right outside of Houston. And this has been a very fun few days, and I wish I could have added alcohol to it. But I'm a man of character and integrity, Fred. And I did not. I love a drink. <laughs> but yeah, 7.30, we got Evolve Strong on. And a little short little segment right before the 8 o'clock hour. This is going to be fun. I'm really excited for this. 17-year-old senior in high school, Luca Griego, aspiring broadcaster and wants to take sports management in college, is going to be on with us to talk. Really excited for A friend for of the show. Friend He's of the exci- show. So he reached out to us through a mutual friend. Young Foddy. A young Foddy, a young friend of the show. He said, hey guys, it's, hey, look how high my hand is. I, wanna, I mean, I wanna do radio. 17, he's not not 10. So. Hey, I can do it. Is that, is that your Jiminy Christmas? What's going on here? It's, what is that? It's me, guys. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a like radio star. So Luke is going to come on. We're going to have a lot of fun with him. Can you imagine someone giving you an opportunity as like a kid, like just in life? Oh my God. I knew myself when I was 17. There's no way. I was there. I wouldn't have gave me an opportunity. <laughs> no. There's no way. Not that human. We're going to break down sports in a fun way. I know we started a little bit late, but that doesn't mean breaks are going to wait on us. So we're going to grab one. When we get back, Van, I'm only talking baseball until forced otherwise. Sweet. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. We play on Team I nine. We're getting strong with the ball. Strong ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The Sports Animal. It's a baseball morning here in Albuquerque. A lot of Dodgers fans in Albuquerque, man. Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton because the broadcast mi- the Dodgers here. Correct. Mm-hmm. The minor league team here is not the Dodgers. It used to be. It used to be. For decades. And then. Decades. Decades. And then they switched it up. The Dodgers said, we'd rather play minor league baseball. I don't know where. I should know that. What do you mean where? Where do the Dodgers? Oklahoma City. They're in Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They wanted to buy their own team. And the owner that lives in Philadelphia that owns the Albuquerque Isotopes said, I'm not selling the Isotopes. And they said, well, we're leaving. Hmm. Isn't that so cool? We have such a wealth of information back there behind the glass. Hey, they the should, best in the business. They should put him on radio. Well, you know, know about that. You know what's so so such a really sweet positive thing about me? Uh, honey, sugar. I like to spread butter. Good vibes. Okay. Someone like who's nice and talented like Vital. Yeah. You know what I don't do, Fred? Uh, uh self. Uh, I don't throw shade at them when they're out of town. Like Vital did to me last week, you hater. <laughs> I thought you were listening. I was. I didn't listen live, thank God, because it would have been a crying mess. <laughs> I went back, 
did a little bit of notes on the show that I missed. With friend of the program and friend in real life, star of TV and radio, KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Who did not throw me under the bus. No, would not. But who I thought was my best friend in this industry, Mike Vital. Oh, I'm still your best buddy. It's a lot of shade for a little tree back there, dog. That's what happens when you get sober. <laughs> you're, you're here at work sober, you know? Oh, that's a good point. There. Yeah. Vital's making an excellent point. Yeah, I'm back. There's a- and I brought you an Aranacita anyways. A what? It's an Italian Aranciata. sparkling orange juice. Aranciata. That's uh, orange in Italian. Well, I, I mean, I said it like a person who speaks Spanish would. It's Aranacita. Now, yeah, what, that sounds good. That's Thank whenever you. someone cuts you off. <laughs> you hang your fist out the window. No, it's not. It's not at all. Ten Sparkling sh- orange juice. We're 10 short minutes from Evolve Strong joining us. <laughs> so last night, the Dodgers decided that they are ready to play out the rest of the season. Yeah. They, they, had, they had earlier given up. They said, don't worry about these three. We're just going to give up. So we're going to game six. I guess that'll be tomorrow, tonight. Yeah, tonight. They don't take no days off. So the the Dodgers had, uh, or excuse me, the Braves were in cruise control. And then, and everything's hindsight or whatever. You pull your picture, you don't pull your picture, manager decisions. Hindsight's 50-50, my friend. It's, that's, no, you're. <laughs> you should have seen Vital's face. Not that's correct. not the same sport. <laughs> So, the turning point in this game is the Braves bring in, who's been very reliable, Will Smith, the reliever. Really glad you pivoted to this story. Right. This is one of the most 2020 stories of 2020. And Will Smith walks, like on four straight, the greatest baseball player on the surface of the planet, Matt, Matt Monksey. Muncie. Max. So, I had an old co-host named Matt Mincy. Really? I do this every time. Huh. So, he just puts him on the bag, right? And then he's going to- Smart move. Yes. Smart move. Had to. Kid's a slugger. And then, similar to when Michael Jackson had to look the man in the mirror. Sure. Up to bat is breakout star for the L.A. Dodgers, catcher and world beater, Will Smith. Will Smith on Will Smith. Correct. Okay. <laughs> West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yes. On Perhaps. the playground is where both of them met in Arlington, Texas. <laughs> Are they in Texas? Where's that game at? Yeah, that one was in Texas. So, the NLCS and the World Series are in Texas. Muncie takes hey, hey, a little a side note, real quick. Yeah, the Rangers, correct, want to be the Astros so bad. How bad do the Rangers want to be the Astros? They turn their stadium into a trash can. Okay, that's a little too much. No, <laughs> I guess pretty good. <laughs> anyway, sorry for interrupting. So, Will Smith allows. Max Muncie to take second, because why not? Count goes to full without Will Smith swinging against a pitching Will Smith. And Will Smith off 
the full count of Will Smith. Corks one into deep left center. Three run boy. Somebody else is on base. Not super important. Yeah. And the Dodgers, it's over from there. Game like, over. There's more baseball, but it's over from there. Sure. Because Will Smith was the demise of Will Smith. Right. And the greatest performance ever by Will Smith. Today's varsity van. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Today's I-9 varsity. What's it going to be? Greatest Will Smith performances. Okay. Okay. That's really good. That's the varsity today. That's really good. Greatest Will Smith performances. I got you know what that, uh, that at-bat made me think of, really reminded me of? Uh, whenever there's a mime. The movie Face-Off? Correct. Except for both characters are Nicolas Cage. And Nicolas Cage swaps faces with Nicolas Cage and defeats Nicolas Cage at the hands of Nicolas Cage. There's a better analogy. <laughs> I want to take his face off. There's a better analogy I was going to oh. save for the varsity, but now I'm not. That's my Nick Cage impression. Do you like it? Yes. Oh. Oh. I'm the Tiger King. Oh. I think you guys need a beer. Hey, don't rub it in. We got two more weeks. If you go down to the local Blockbuster right now. Okay. Still around? You can rent. There's literally one in the country, Vital. The 2019 Hollywood release of Gemini Man, which stars Will Smith, where he has to battle a younger Will Smith. Uh, okay. All right. If you're not familiar with this, it's a shoot 'em up blow 'em up assassin-style feature. Where Will Smith has to use his cunning and wit of age to overcome a more physically capable clone of himself, fresh Will Smith. So did the younger Will Smith win? No spoilers, Van. Win in the movie? No spoilers. That's a really good analogy, Fred. (laughs) Is it? That's very, very good. In the history of ball. I could not have made that analogy because I had never heard of that movie because the actor, rapper, producer, father to in two insane children, Swinger. Will Smith, has not been relevant in years. Hold up. But do you know who is? Dodgers catcher Will Smith. Will Smith. Ladies and gentlemen, a new Will Smith's in town. I'm Googling Will Smith. What do you think will come up for? It's still the actor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Of so course we, it is. We blew that a little out of proportion. Give it a day. <laughs> you don't know what Will Smith's going to do next. There was like a new, do you see the new Bel Air thing? The Never mind. That's a different show. Okay. Four minutes away, Vol Strong is going to join us. Do we know who we have from Vol Strong? I don't have a note here. Well, I'm going to tell you. In four minutes, Evolve Strong. We got the lovely Nancy and Cody. What? We got a bonus Cody. I'm How a- exciting is that? I took Nancy's class last week over to Evolve Strong. Are you okay? It's called Booty. Booty, 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 rocking everywhere. What? It's a, it's a rap song. What? It's okay. We can move on past that. <laughs> if I tell. <laughs> you never heard that one? And then I decided to go walk go. Bandelier National Monument. <gasps> oh, bad choices. 
A tree fell right. at the I mean, monument. That's kind of your life, right? It's a series of bad decisions. Oh my gosh! You're like lemony snicket, but with Bud Light. That mm. <laughs> Jim Carrey's Joe Biden is spot on. That's where you went. <laughs> Uh, it was Bubba Sparks. Ah, oh, Bubba Sparks. Called Miss New Booty. Like you pull that up, Vital? <laughs> no, Vital, I would like to make sure that that is completely vetted and edited before. <laughs> well, it just it's the word booty over and over again. So Bubba Sparks, I know, is an Atlanta-based rapper. He's got three X's. Sparks with three X's. Like a, like because a, of the content, I believe. Ah, uh, the implication. Uh-huh, because <laughs> of the implication. Um, so I lied when I said Atlanta-based ra- rapper because I was guessing. Uh-huh. All these photos is him wearing the Braves hat, so it must actually be true. How fortuitous of me, Just, and he must hate the Dodgers right now. Well, I mean, they're still in the lead. They're in a good spot still, the Braves. They got their two young studs coming up back-to-back. Freed? Is yeah. that his name? Fried? Max Fried. Freed. That's instead of ordering things extra crispy, I say, I want mine max fried. That's sweet. Yeah. And you do you do two fingers on your left hand and you tap your right arm uh-huh. when yeah. you do it. And they're like, they're, Max fried. They're like, Sir, are you, are, you, are you calling to the bullpen? I don't know what you're saying, sir. Yes. This is a Kentucky fried chicken. Please put your mask back on. You have two seconds to order or we're <laughs> escorting you out of here again. For the last time. Van, we will not tell you the herbs and spices. Stop calling them herbs. <laughs> Cody. Cody and Nancy from Evolve yeah. Strong. Whenever we get back. Dave and Buster's Resents 95. Or excuse me. Dave and Buster's Resents ABQ Central. Live from the ABQ Act Studio. Powered by New Mexico Pinon. We, of course, play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with the ball strong. 95.9 FM and AM 610 D Sports Animal. Back on the program. We've taken all of October to recommit ourselves to our personal health, both physically and mentally. And we're doing that with a sober October campaign, and we're doing that in partnership with Evolve Strong. And part of that partnership is giving them an opportunity to tell you how they're helping us. Nancy McKimmonen. You're welcome. Close. Which I butchered last time. Yeah, he got it wrong last time, and I corrected him, Nancy. And We're so well, thank sorry. Thank you for correcting him. And Cody Logus. How do you do on that one? How do I do on that one? Logus, yeah. yeah. He actually stepped ah, away, see? of course, as soon as you picked see? up the phone. Told he told you. Like, I'll be right back. Yeah, Logus of course. is how he pronounces his last name. <laughs> I took with Nancy, uh, I guess it would have been last Sunday, I took the booty class van, and I'm only now sitting upright. Oh. So... <laughs> You thought of me all week long, didn't you? In the worst way, Nancy. In I, the worst. I thought somebody was cursing my name out, Fred. Yes. So as as I took that class, I want to talk about the experience real quick before we get into talking about Evolve Strong. I showed up. It's an it's an 8 a.m. van on Sunday mornings. And I show up, and Nancy is there, and her co-instructor, what, what was her name, Nancy? I apologize. Christine. That was Christine Conlon. All right. So Christine has more energy in one hour of Sunday morning than I have all week. Like, I cannot match what's going on here. So I showed up, and there's probably, like, what's a fair number, Nancy? A dozen people? There's probably a dozen people in there. Yeah, we had about we had about 10. And I am by far the most out of shape of any of them. 
Like the and it's all shapes and sizes, but the size that I am is is obtuse. Well, to be okay. fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, round is a shape. Okay, Fred. that's the one I picked. <laughs> yeah. So hey guys, I resemble that one. This, so Nancy looked me dead in the eye from all the way across the socially distanced room, and she said, "You're not walking out of here today, son." And I did booty. <laughs> I did booty. You crawled. Yes. You, you hung. You made it through. So, Nancy, thank you so very much for treating me so poorly and so wonderfully at the same time as you are helping. You're welcome. My pleasure. You are helping us currently on our fitness journey and our fitness desires. Uh, What's it going to take to get Van into booty class, Nancy? How can you convince him right now? Oh, I don't know. Van, you want a nice butt, don't you? (laughs) Well, well, first off, you're using adjectives for a thing that doesn't exist. I would like to have a butt, period. I've always was butt curious. I don't know how to have one. <laughs> Come to my booty class. All right. Hey, oh, me, yeah. me and Fred are going to Smolder this morning. You gonna, you, you gonna come join us at ten o'clock? That one's in the hot room. I'm not so good in the hot room. Oh, you don't do the hot room? No, not That's really. Okay. Two featured rooms over to Volstrong. The hot room. It is. Uh, it's. I guess clocked. I don't know what word to use for temperature. It is temperature. Uh, it is usually temperature about one hundred and five. What? 104 yeah, somewhere, last somewhere time I was there. Yeah, somewhere above 100 with about anywhere from 20 to maybe 40% humidity. Uh, Yeah, it's brutal. It is. And I love it. I love it so much. And then alongside that, a more traditional style group fitness room, which the way it's set up, Van, and all the listener, uh, Nancy, can you explain like how the social distancing, distancing is work during these workouts? Can you explain uh, just like the precautions that everyone goes through to feel comfortable? feel comfortable in an indoor space right now as they're working out with a group? Absolutely. Well, first of all, to start off, we screen everybody before you even come in the building. We ask that everybody washes their hands. We have a sink outside of our building. Wash your hands and then come to the front door. When you come to the front door, of course, you should have your mask on. We will take your temperature and ask if you're experiencing any symptoms. Uh, If your temperature is good and you're not experiencing any symptoms, you then report to the room that you're going to be working out in, whether it is our Velocity, our Brawl, or our Serenity room. You choose your spot, you get whatever equipment that you are going to be, and then you stay in your spot. Uh, And your spot will be at least, we have X's or marks on the floor that are a minimum of six feet away from each other. In one room, we tend to use larger equipment, such as steps, so the the spaces are a little bit closer to uh, 10 to 15 feet away from each other. And then you stay in your spot throughout the entire workout. Yeah, Nancy, so you all at Evolve have been taking... Uh, the orders very seriously, and I just want to say that I feel super safe when Good. I'm there. Everyone's masked up when they're walking around. The classes, everyone is, I mean, six feet is an understatement. When I did my last class, everyone was like 12 feet apart. So Absolutely. We have a lot of space in here. Uh, so, I mean, staying at the capacity that the governor is allowing us at now, at now, we are able to, in most rooms, be able to be probably closer to 20 to 25 feet away from each other if we really want to. So, I mean, you guys have some top-shelf athletes there, but that's not everyone you serve. So can you tell me, like, something that you have for everybody of all different levels? Well, everything that we do is modifiable. That's the key. So whether you are one of our Duke City Gladiators trying to get a workout, you're going to get a workout. If you are somebody who is relatively new to fitness or completely new to fitness, you're going to get you're going to get a workout. It's going to be something that you can do. Everything that we do is modifiable. So if you're one of our professional athletes, you're going to be jumping and practically touching our ceiling. However, if you're somebody more like me, you're going to 
not even necessarily jump, or if I do jump, I might clear about an inch off the floor. Uh, but you don't have to jump. You know, everything is modifiable. And our instructors are very well trained uh, to modify everything for anybody. If we see that somebody's struggling or if you know you have an injury or something that we're ready to work around that. So we might say we want you to do uh, jumping jacks. You don't do jumping jacks, that's okay. You know, you can do tapping your foot out to the side instead of jumping your feet out to the side. Everything that we do is modifiable for every level. We work with people with, um, you know, different different injuries just throughout the board. We have several of our trainers here. Our, um, two of our trainers, one of our trainers is a physical therapy assistant. Another one is one of our technicians that works at one of the hospitals here in town, and that happens to be Cody. And then a, a third trainer actually is going to school to become a physical therapy assistant. So we are well prepared to work for with everybody at every level. Nancy and Cody are joining us this morning from Evolve Strong. We're talking our personal journey down Sober October and our Sober October and our recommitment to fitness. Uh, Cody, I'm going to bring you in for just a second if you're available, my friend. I've spent 17 days with, without drinking. I've spent 17 days working out basically every other day. Here are some things I think I'm feeling. I think I'm sleeping better. I think mentally I'm a little bit quicker. What are some things that's happening to my body over this course of two weeks and some change that maybe I'm not noticing, but what are some positive gains that I that I'm seeing with this early commitment to fitness yeah so right at the beginning you're gonna feel a lot more energy right off the bat and like you said your sleep levels are gonna improve drastically when you go to bed instead of being all wound up thinking about everything that happened that day you can actually just relax and take a load off and get to sleep it's been it's been relieving to wake up refreshed. That is a world I have not known with my current lifestyle. Cody, whenever you're working with someone who's maybe recommitting for the first time in a long time, what are some of the tools you use to help people like make sure they find the success they're seeking? So the biggest thing for me is really patience. Patience with everybody that I work with because I know that everyone comes from a different starting point. And that's really something you have to be aware of. Um, and it was, along with that, you have to have a, an alliance with your client as a, as a trainer. Um, and then you just really need to work together to find realistic goals as well as lofty goals out in the future. How do you identify someone's comfort zone whenever they're starting? Like, like what are some of the techniques and tools that you guys use over at Evolve Strong to say, hey, you, you're going to start at this level and we're going to ascend you to where you want to be? So anyone who comes in to Evolve gets a 30-minute free assessment. During that time, we have a bunch of different questionnaires that we ask. We take measurements. We really get to know the person in front of us and see exactly where they are along in their fitness uh, journey. And so based on that 30-minute assessment, we can then make plans for every single subsequent appointment. So Cody or Nancy, if you want to jump in, uh, how – how can we get more people there? You know, everyone says like the first step is the hardest step. I mean, you guys got free classes, you guys got punch cards, you guys got unlimited memberships. Like what else can you provide to somebody to say, Hey, here's a little more incentive to come down here. Let's help you out. Well, one of the things that we do here is we, we are actually virtual. So if you are not ready to join us here at Evolve, that's okay. We can still kick your booty. Uh, we actually have a virtual membership where you can sign on and you can do all of these workouts from the comfort of your own living room. You don't, do not need to be here for us to work with you. We actually also do virtual one-on-one -on -one personal training sessions. So, um, I mean, aside from that, 
You know, I mean, we're, we're here to help you guys, help whoever wants to be here. Let us know how we can help, and we'll do it. We'll bend over backwards to make sure our people are comfortable here because that's what we want. Nancy, Cody, thank you both so very much this time or for your time this morning. Anything we missed, anything exciting in this upcoming week that we want to make sure we mention to everyone who, who maybe wants to join us in our fitness journey for Sober October? Well, I'm not sure. Is uh, Van going to join us tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock? I'm looking him dead in the eye. I'll see you there. Yes. All right. Well, there we go. That's something to look forward to. That's a good way to start off my week. I'll bring my non-existent butt cheeks. <laughs> Perfect. Well, they'll be, they'll be nice when we leave, I hope. So wait. Nancy McKinnon and Cody. Let me get this right. Logus? Logus. Logus. Jess. Okay. Like that girl I go with. Okay. Logus. I get it. Nancy and Cody, thank you both so very much. We'll see you at 10 a.m. See you guys then. Adios. A couple good guys over there. A couple Man. good dudes. It's everybody there. It's a good culture. I'm just waiting to meet a bad person there. I don't think I'm gonna. Well, because we haven't been there at the same time. Yeah. Okay. But as soon as I'm there with you, then a, a bad person yes. will emerge. Yeah. The uh, no, it's been a lot of fun. It's got they have good fellowship. Yes, they do. Good fellowship. You're big on that. That's my thing. Yeah. I just I want everyone to feel excited. I want everyone to feel happy. I want everyone to feel warm. I want everyone to be kind. I didn't wake up warm today. I, want, I tell you what, we've found the winter. Oh, my goodness. It's here. I'm not excited. If I tell you, you're about to get the most excited. It's going to ex- be 80 out today, and you're saying winter? What? It's 80. Let me, well, like 72. What app are you looking 72. at, Vital? I, I saw KOAT. They had 80 up on the board. Well, 80. quit watching KOAT. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's your I first like that. mistake. I like their weather. Lamestream media. Got to support friend of the show, Brandon Ortega. Yeah. Watch KOB. That's they what got I'm... good weather. They all have good weather. It's sunny. Have a Steve good day. Steve Stucker, dog. Oh, Steve Represent the, the OG. Steve about is the S best. squared. Yeah. According to AccuWeather, which by name is very accurate. Well, I mean. 80 degrees today. It's going to get up to 80 degrees. So. Vital is right. Vital is. How does that feel? Classic Vital message. Uh, I'm not ready to go and work out with you guys. So, <laughs> okay. don't. I tell you, hey, if you want to come with us, though, Vital, first first one's on us. Yeah. Nah. You know what? <laughs> I, I you know what? I, I have a friend here in town. He's a cardiologist, and I told you, he said, what are you doing with your workouts? Are you doing any exercise at all? I said, I walk three miles a day, but I swim once a week, which is usually a mile and a half. Mm-mm. And he goes, you know, swimming and walking, you can do till you're 90 years old. Good job. He was yeah. actually talking Heck about yeah. playing the piano. That's oh. what he was talking about. He said, he said you're an you're an accomplished violinist. We want everyone to come down to evolve strong with us, but Vital, you can't just come down and watch. No, they, they have, they I was have told. A pool. I was told that's an extra fifty if he watches. Yeah, if Vital <laughs> watches me, yeah. I have to give to the uh, and it's cash the only. Fred and Van Club. <laughs> yes, I have to donate it when I get through the doors. Vital tells you where to park when you get it. We're like, why? Why are you assuming this role? Well, I'm taking a tip then. Uh, this is that's that's the whole reason you're not going. Vital. Never mind. You're about to get the most excited phone call of all time, Vital. Luca Griego is going to call you. And he we're going to talk NFL with a young man who's so very excited to get into the world of sports broadcasting. And I'm only going to tell him about like the delicious vanilla side of it. Like the dark seedy You know when you go to Vegas and you can do like buffets and gambling? That's the side I'm going to tell him about. I'm not going to tell him about like the drug, sex, and rock and roll. You're you're only going to talk about Blue Man Group. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, shows. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to talk. Cirque du Soleil. 
I'm not going to talk about how in 2007 that the city of Las Vegas had an issue an ordinance to weld shut all moon roofs on limos because <laughs> a guy had his head decapitated. Okay. Not going to do that. Man. Very specific example. Are we are we sipping some fresh roasted New Mexico pinon? Because this conversation just got dark, Fred. Dang. Luca Griego after the break. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion. We play on Team I Nine. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, ninety five point nine FM, AM six ten. The Sports Animal. We're back on the program. We're up against the break. But how underserved would the city of Albuquerque be if we didn't speak NFL in the first hour? Sure. Normally we bring in an expert, but this time, this time we're bringing in excitement. Yeah, Luca Griego. Who is he's young blood, Van. He's young blood. Seventeen years old. Senior in high school. Senior in high school. He has aspirations, Van. He says, I'm gonna get in sports management. You know what, Loyola Marymount, you for me. He's got those kind of strides in his step, Van. So we're bringing in Luca. Good morning, Luca. How are you? Good morning. How are you guys doing? Okay, first of all, this is a grown man. This you please kid does not sound seventeen, yeah, take, dog. I tried to tell you. Take your father off the phone, please. We would like <laughs> to speak to Luca. Gosh. <laughs> Luca, good morning. You already have the voice for it. You were excited about coming on the program and talking a little bit of NFL today. Uh, give us a perspective that we don't have, Luca. We're both in our mid-30s. We think Dak Prescott's overpaid. You tell us about the NFL, Luca. What's going on with it? Well, if I'm going to be 100% honest with you, I am an Eagles fan, so I agree with you on your <laughs> Dak Prescott take. Yeah, there we go. So you don't even know what a quarterback looks like. That's what you're saying. <laughs> oh, not in years. As an Eagles oh, fan. Well, Look, you know, I can't. I honestly can't argue with that this year. I really can't. <laughs> Luca, at 17 years old, what, uh, what first uh, sparked your fire for sports? What first sparked your fire for this world of sports entertainment? Um. Well, to be honest, so I started off – uh, my freshman year playing baseball, basketball, uh, all, all those sports, you know, um, always without a passion for the game. And then one day, one of my one of my buddies, older brothers works for this company called Wave TV, which runs um, sports media accounts on Instagram and offered me a job with the company. And ever since then, I've been working uh, for Wave TV and just kind of been passionate about sports media and sports marketing and all that stuff. Can you imagine having a job that you love as a teenager, Van? Oh, no, no, no. That's, no. that's when you sweat and get your fingernails dirty yes. and figure out what you don't want to do. Go home smelling like the yeah. fryer. So quick quick backstory here, Fred. Uh, dear friend of the show, friend in real life, Mario Griego of the Craft Hair Studio dude. on Central in Edo. Uh, getting my hair cut last week. Being as handsome as I can be. Well, there's that. With the help of Mario. Maybe. And uh, mentioned little uh, little little Sabrino here. Sweet, precious that, hey, baby Luca? I got I got a boy, Luca, Yeah, who's really into sports, who would love to be on your show. And Fred, let me tell you, I'll do a lot of things for people if they're wielding scissors super close yes, to my neck. smart. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to Mario in the Craft Hair Studio. Give them a call if you need a trim. Anyways, Luca, what's the big story for you in the NFL? Is it the coronavirus? Is it the injuries? Like, what what really gets you going when it comes to good storylines in the NFL this year? In terms of, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like there have been that many amazing storylines. I feel like it's been a lot of kind of just weighed down by negative stuff, like you just mentioned, like like COVID and all the injuries. Like, 
I mean, Christian McCaffrey was out second week. <laughs> uh, it's, it's just unbelievable the amount of big names that have gone down and, and all the teams that have had to shut down practices and stuff and all the games that have needed to be switched around due to COVID. So it's been, it's been a really, really interesting season so far. Do you feel that the adaptability of the league is going to be so well, uh, excuse me, executed so well that when it does come time to to name a, a Super Bowl champion, that this league is valid and true, or do you feel like this is such a one-off year that this one you can just dismiss? Um, I feel like this this year in the NFL is very different. Um, or no, sorry, not different, kind of somewhat similar to other uh, other years, minus the fans. I mean, because some some stadiums still hold fans, some don't. But I think the only real difference is just like they have this, uh, like the COVID reserve and stuff, and that some games have been switched around. So, I mean, honestly, I think it's kind of a, it would be a verified uh, win in the Super Bowl for whoever does win. Un- unlike the NBA and the bubble and stuff, where it seems like you have to put an asterisk next to the, the championship uh, winner. All right, Luca, my dude, moment of truth. Who is your Super Bowl champ, and who is your dark horse that no one's going to see coming in the second half? Super Bowl champ as of right now, I'm gonna have to go with the Green Bay Packers oh, just my because dude. like Gross. all around, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is just playing one of his best years and he's doing this without Devontae Adams, as well as the fact that their defense is playing pretty well. Um in a dark horse, I'm gonna have to say the Carolina Panthers. Ooh, interesting. Well, good pick. Hey, Luca, you are a man after two-thirds of this studio's heart. Me and Vital are Packers fans, and we love hearing it. <laughs> Luca Griego, aspiring sports journalist, joining us this morning. One final take, Luca, before we let you go, because in the way in radio it works is we have to pay the bills, Luca. That's part of the deal here. Hmm. So, uh, final take. Whenever, whenever this thing started, did you think the NFL I'm speaking about, whenever it started, did you think it would finish or did you think COVID-19 would be too much? And has that opinion changed? Um, no, I still have full confidence that this season will go through uh, as scheduled, um, mainly just because, I mean, if you look back on other leagues, the MLB had a, had a really big outbreak with Miami Marlins quite early on in the season. And they're in the playoffs right now, uh, about to choose two uh, World Series contenders. So I feel like regardless of all these um, all these COVID reserves injuries, that the season will go will go on, and there will be a Super Bowl champion uh, eventually. Seventeen going on thirty five, Luca Griego. Thank you so very much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, thanks, Luca. Have a great day. What a kid! What a lot of fun. Well, he can, the kid's got a voice for radio too. Can you imagine? Hey, what is he going to sound like when he's our age? If he sounds like that now, like. Should he just like skip sports management, skip out on broadcast, yes, and just go straight if he to want, be in the new James Earl Jones, just like voicing over everything? If he wants a a better life that's more fulfilled, the answer is yes. <laughs> when we get back, Watermelon Ranch, Dave Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We're playing Team I Nine. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong. Ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The Sports Animal. New Mexico Pinon allows us on a weekly basis to reach out to an organization in town that's making efforts to help individuals in town. One of those examples is Watermelon Mountain Ranch. It's an animal center, Van. Yeah, I'm familiar. They're the best in the biz. They are the best in the biz. Amazing people. Speaking of best in the biz, 
Sarah Heffern is joining us. Before I let her grace the airwaves with her knowledge and information and overall caring demeanor, I would like to share a personal note. The first volunteer experience you and I did together when I moved to town like three and a half years ago was volunteering for Water uh, Watermelon Mountain Ranch. We helped. That is correct. Yeah, we like wa- we like walked dogs and, and picked up doo-doo. Yeah. And we did that with the help of Sarah. So it's taken oh too long for you to join us on the program, Sarah. Sarah, good morning. Good morning, guys. You guys are too kind. Thank you for having me. Do you do you often think back to that day, Sarah, of whenever we walked dogs and picked up the doo-doo? You guys got to help out at Adopt-a-Thon. You got to walk all the dogs. Yes. That was a lot. So many, so many scratchums. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So many good scratchums. Belly rubs, and you, you, got, you got to get all the puppy kisses. Sarah, is the, you're the executive director of Watermelon uh, Mountain Ranch, and Adopt-a-Thons are they're on hiatus right now, right, with COVID-19. So what are you guys doing? What what? What adapt adaptation are you guys making to uh, to help animals in the community and help people with those animals? Yeah, COVID has definitely changed our model and everything that we do on a day-to-day basis, but we've been super fortunate that with the public support, we've been able to make the transition and have actually adopted out more animals in this year than we did last year. We've moved to an all-appointment-only model, gone very digital with everything that we do, and the public has made it happen. They have let us change and you know, transform ourselves, and the dogs and the cats are definitely grateful for it. Watermelon Mountain Ranch, WMRanch.org. Sarah, it is so great to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'd love to be able to talk about the dogs and the cats, and we've been we've been keeping pretty busy, uh, luckily. You had there are multiple ways to give to your organization. You guys are currently in a campaign. Can you talk a little bit about what's going on and and how monetary donations go to help uh, animals in the community? Absolutely. So typically, we you know October we spend getting ready for our big annual gala, the furball every year. Obviously, furball can't happen this year. We can't have 400 people gathered in a banquet space right now. So instead, we've gone to an all-virtual furball where we've got different activities going on. Marble Brewery is holding a big donation drive for us. We're doing our virtual silent auction just launched this week where you can match up some amazing items with all the proceeds helping to benefit the ranch. Those proceeds help us with our medical bills, with the food and the care for all the animals in need. We have seen a huge influx of... Uh, again recently with bottle baby uh, puppies and kittens that are needing help because the moms aren't in play. We had a dog left on our property this week that she's still going to need to have her shots and get spayed and get ready to uh, go up for adoption. What if I don't necessarily have that monetary donation in my pocket, Sarah? Things are a little tight. COVID-19 has been rough on your boy. What kind of in-kind donations do you guys accept? (laughs) I bet you probably have some towels or some sheets that you're not using. You might you know, might not get the best use anymore that could go to helping us clean and line the bottom of the kennels. Or if, you know, if that's not even a thing, your time. Coming out and walking those dogs and playing with the cats and just helping us with the care is huge for us. Our volunteers are the lifeblood of everything that we do. So, Fred, one time I donated a little doggy wheelchair Aww. to Watermelon Mountain Ranch. My, my old buddy, you know my old buddy, little guy, 14 and a half year old Beagle, hurt his leg and he needed some help, Vital. I love your cute sad face, Vital. It's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> he, he hurt his leg and he needed some treatment and we went through all the treatments and the last ditch scenario was a wheelchair and he wouldn't take the wheelchair. He just pulled dead weight and make really sad noises. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> 
Well, guess this wheelchair is going to Watermelon Mountain Ranch. And so it Sarah, one of our it, senior dogs be able to get around when his back legs weren't working as well. It was a great donation. All right. I'm glad it went to good use. So we're talking Absolutely. about um, people who may not be able to give a monetary donation. And you mentioned blankets and towels. What about the donating or volunteering? How do people go about doing that? So we are still holding our volunteer orientations every Saturday up at the ranch, keeping it small, of course, only five people uh, per orientation. Uh, Come out, you get a full tour of the property, you get to learn a little bit about our history, and then you can jump right in and start coming out as your schedule's available, walking the dogs, hanging out with the cats, really just helping us give that little bit of extra TLC that the animals need to be ready. New Mexico's largest no-kill animal shelter. What do you, what is, is it like 15 years now? How long have you guys been around? 25 years? Uh, Something crazy. Closing in on that, we uh, the thought of watermelon started in 96, and we were officially incorporated in 02. So officially we've been around for 18 years now. Good news, Sarah. I just found an extra $35 in quarters. I'm going to make a donation. Hey. What, what can that provide <laughs> to your organization? He's got a big couch. Yeah, that actually provides food for one dog for one week. So that's a huge, that's a huge deal. And whenever COVID first hit, what, what was like the, what was like the momentum of that? Were a lot of individuals coming out and bringing animals into their home? Were a lot of people sacrificing or not sacrifice? It's not the word I want. (laughs) Surrendering. Like, uh, yeah. What was like, what was the momentum of that? And then where does it stand now? Um, adoptions really picked up since people were working from home. The stay-at-home order was in place. Our biggest uptick we saw, though, was foster homes. Since people were home so much since the kids were home, they were able to take in our dogs our dogs and cats for short term, giving them just a little bit of love in while we waited to find their forever homes. And that, I mean, that made a huge difference as we saw lots of puppies coming in this season and lots of kittens coming in this season. And we're still seeing that right now. We actually just got a call yesterday for eight two-week-old puppies that are going to need placement. Oh, my. Fred mentioned earlier that this is a no-kill shelter, and it's been around since 1996. Can you talk about the extra links that you guys have to go through to ensure all the animals find good homes or find good placements? Yeah, we. I mean, we commit to them for life. Once a watermelon pet, always a watermelon pet. So that's even after adoption. If for any reason it doesn't work out, we welcome the pet back to us uh, with open arms. We are very. We are patient. We have dogs and cats that have been with us for years, and we know that just the right home is going to be there for them. We just have to wait. A couple weeks ago, uh, Carly, Carly had been with us about a year and a half. Behavioral case, super shy, just she didn't really, like, people kind of scared her, but just the right home finally came along, and she is thriving. She's doing so well now that she's found her human. WMRanch.org slash ways dash to dash give. There's a donation button right there, Van. You can go on and do that. Your social media, Sarah, it is uh, at or near the best I've seen in the city of Albuquerque as it relates to the topic of adoption and as it relates to the topic of animal care. Can you talk a little bit about who you reach and then how people can subscribe to what you're regularly providing to individuals in Albuquerque? Absolutely. We um, we love our social media. Social media has been our way to reach the public, to talk to our foster team, to tell the stories of the dogs and the cats that are in our care. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You get, Instagram is a great place to be able to see some of our long-term guys. I love being able to tell the stories of 
Oliver that's been with us a while, or Nicholas, the goofiest big pit bull you'll ever see, who wants to be a spoiled only child. He does not want to share his doggy attention. But through social media, we get to tell their stories. We get to share with you their funny photos on our Instagram stories. Our team loves to show share videos of our dogs playing, of our cats chasing each other and chasing their toys. Definitely follow us. You get to find out stuff before we do email blasts. And we can reach you immediately when, like Coco that was dropped off at the ranch this week, within minutes we were able to tell her story and let people know that she had been found. So, Fred, you mentioned on the way in that um, you sent thanks to New Mexico Pinon, and I wanted to send another special shout-out to Matt Breger and New Mexico Pinon, who I've been texting with just now. Of and they want And they want to send a special gift basket of coffee and whatnots to Watermelon Mountain Ranch. Well, there you go, sir. Listening to the show right now. So expect oh, a special gift, Sarah, that, coming from New Mexico that- Pinon. That's amazing. New Mexico Pinion has the best coffee. They open the spot right by my house, and I'm there at least twice a week. They're, they are amazing. That would be a great item for our silent auction. Thank you, New Mexico Pinion, so much. Shout out to Matt. What a dude. Yeah, quality dudes over there. Executive director, CEO, yep. head roaster. Uh, president. President. Uh, head roaster is my new favorite one, though. <laughs> if, there's, yeah, if there's a way to combine uh, two individuals in the community doing positive things, uh, Sarah and Matt are the two that need a connection. Um, I'm looking at the numbers here on the website, Sarah, and it, you've, helped, you've helped place 150,000 animals in loving homes. Um, put that into perspective for me. Like, like, what is that number really? Is that animals that would have been, that would have been euthanized? Is that animals that would have maybe lost their way in the wild? Like, like, what is the definition of save? Yeah, that that's exactly it, though, Fred. It's one hundred and fifty thousand animals that probably wouldn't be here right now. It's one hundred and fifty souls that were searching for another chance that needed that opportunity to decompress, to settle in, to really show their true personalities and how amazing rescue and shelter pets can be. Those lives mean so much to us. And the best part of our week is when we get to see those happy tales, when our adopters come back to us and share those photos, share the stories of how these animals have helped change their lives. It's, it is the best feeling, and it gives us that continued drive to get up every day and do the heartbreaking work that sometimes we have to do. Speaking of happy tales, that is my favorite part of your website. I love all the <laughs> awesome stories and the great pictures of all these happy adoptees and adoptors. It is absolutely beautiful. So you want to Thank hit you, everybody with your best. social media and website one more time? Absolutely. Uh, you can go to our website, wmranch.org, to see all of our amazing adoptables, see what we're doing around town, when we're able to do things around town. You could donate to us, learn about our uh, volunteer program, join our foster team. We are always looking for new fosters. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash wmranch. And on Instagram, you can follow us at wmranchnm to, again, see all of our fabulous adoptables. Van and I live in a world of artisans. We live in a world of entertainment. And often whenever we're speaking with individuals who want to get back, they have certain skill sets that apply in that way. Do you, uh, Sarah, take advantage of volunteers that are maybe photographers? Do you take advantage of volunteers that maybe want to do your landscaping? Do you take care of, do you take advantage of volunteers outside of the traditional expectation of, of petting a dog? Oh, absolutely. We can use every skill set under the sun, be it wanting to do clerical and help us with mailing lists, 
photography and videographers are a huge boom to us and really help us out a ton. Do it, yeah, landscapers, if you're a handyman, we always have projects. Our dogs can be kind of feisty and our fencing is forever needing to be repaired. So if you've got a skill, we can most likely find a volunteer project for you. Well, I'm going to call Van R right now. Van, let's get some of the boys together and let's go mend fences over at Watermelon Mountain Ranch. I want to do that. You got a deal. We are doing that for you, Sarah. So That would be amazing. We've, you know, we have all the supplies, we have everything. We just need those that manpower. That's uh I that's the thing I have one of now. I have one manpower. Thanks to Evolve Strong. No, that's a different segment. <laughs> Sarah, you you were so very tremendous this morning. You were so very great. Everything you do to help the community, I am jealous of and I want to know more about whenever you're willing to give it to me. Uh Sarah Heffern, everyone, thank you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks, Sarah. You're the best. We'll talk to you all soon. Yes, ma'am. WMRanch.org. Check them out. Watermelon Mountain Ranch. Help an animal. Help yourself. You got to do some community service. I mean, out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah. Get a hold of them. But if it's court ordered, it's probably a really good place, too. Yeah, they'll they'll give you the sheet. They'll give you a little slip. (laughs) I know... Anthony Garcia is going to reach out to us here after the break. We're going to talk about the Duke City Diamondbacks, the women's football team, and how they helped us with a blood drive two weeks ago. And they're they're doing some stuff for breast cancer awareness. So there's uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the community right now. Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQX studio. Of course, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I nine. We're getting strong with Evolve Strong, ninety five point nine FM AM six ten the Sports Animal. We're back at it, 17 past the hour, which means we're two minutes off pace. That's all right, Vital. I don't mind. We're on time. I'm the one that makes the time work. <laughs> Joining us now, coach and owner of the Duke City Diamondbacks, Anthony Garcia. If you're not familiar, Vital, the Duke City Diamondbacks, nonprofit, full contact, adult women's football, based here in Albuquerque. Like it's, they're not going to play till April because of COVID, obviously. But they got a lot going on as far as um, they're doing some stuff for breast cancer awareness, and they helped us two weeks ago with the blood drive. Good morning, Anthony. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Doing good. Thank you for taking the time this morning, my friend. Thank you for taking the time with us two weeks ago as we partnered with ABQX and Vitalent to host a little blood drive over at the new studio, and you guys came out in droves, huh? Yes, sir. The amount of effort it takes to to get like a, a group of individuals together, like based solely out of passion. Can you talk a little bit about being able to get your team to do all these community events? And then after that, can you talk a little bit about uh, where the team plays, what the team does, and maybe expose it for the first time to the listener? Uh, yeah, we um, pretty much all the players that we have on the team, we, we, when we want to give back to our, our lovely city here, to Duke City. And we all play here locally. We work here locally. Um, you know, we're there are a bunch of females that are moms, aunties, um, and like I said, we just that that day that we did the blood drive. We had also did the ALS walk um, last year. We did uh, three different walks. So anything that we can do to help out our community and try to get our, our name out there to help, um, we're always there to help. Dude. Um, Oh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Duke City Diamondbacks. So it's dcdiamondbacks.wixsite.com, which is Google Duke City Diamondbacks. It's going to come up right away for you. Um, 
And that's one of my favorite things about what you guys are doing is not only are you playing hard on the field and, and you're putting out a good product, but you're putting out a lot of effort in the community. Outside of the ALS walk and the blood drive that you and I were a part of uh, just two weeks ago, can you talk a little bit about the uh, breast cancer awareness game and, and what's going on with that on the 24th? Uh, yes, we're going. We're actually going to be traveling uh, down to Port Lavaca, Texas, which is South Texas. Um, we're going to play against the uh, uh, an all-star team of XFFL ladies, um, a league down down in South Texas. And that game is really important to uh, to some of us because of the breast cancer awareness. Um, my mom's had it and won. Um, I know a couple of ladies that touches close to them. So this game is really important for us. Um, not only to give back to the cancer society, but to really showcase what women's football is about. That's awesome how active you guys are. We really appreciate it as a community. Can you tell the listener where this passion for you started and give us a little bit of your history? Um, I've been coaching everything from kids all the way up to adults in um, football. I used to play high school football in Florida. Um, and when I moved out here to Albuquerque, I – um, I started playing semi-pro football. I didn't realize I couldn't play anymore, so I got into coaching and owning a team um, because a good friend of mine gave me the idea. Um, I kind of fell away from men's football, and I had a friend of mine. She was like, I used to play football, and I'm like, women's football? What's that about? So I looked into it, realized that it's not the lingerie stuff that you would see on TV. Um, this is actual full gear when they got their gear on, you can't tell they're females. Um, these females hit hard. They, you know, they're they're out there showing that women can play too. And I love the fact that I could teach this game. And we take all walks of life: girls that's never played before, girls that don't even watch football. Uh, and I help coach them, and I, I show them how to play the game. So, whenever you're talking about identifying like players for the team. Is it they come to you? Is it referrals from friends? What like what often background do these do these individuals have as players? Are are they all former athletes, or is this maybe just a way to get a little bit of aggression out on a Saturday afternoon? Um, it's it's actually both. Um, I've had I've had uh, girls that never played before, don't have the don't even know anything about football. So I break it down to as simple as I can to show them how to play the sport. Um, I've got one girl on the team right now. She used to be a cheerleader. Um, I've got several athletes on the team. Um, and it's it's a wide variety of girls. So if any females are out there looking and they're like, oh, I, I don't know if I can do this, I've got girls on the team that will tell you stories that that's what they thought too until they tried it. Um, you know, just come out. Check us out, try us out, and we practice on Saturday mornings from 9 to 12 over at Johnson Field. Uh, right now, because of COVID, we break into small groups, so that way, uh, you know, everybody gets gets a good workout, gets fair fair amount of practice in, and we, uh, right, like right now, we're just getting ready for our game next week. So with the help of Vitalent NM and ABQX, you guys helped us out with our last blood drive what do you guys have coming up next, and what are you working on in the future? Um, besides this game right now, um, our biggest thing is trying to do fundraisers. We're trying to raise funds because the girls that are on the team, they don't, we don't get paid to play to do this. We we have to actually come out of pocket a lot of times. 
Um, so we have a team team fee that the girls pay. Um, but because of our fundraisers, if the girls you know put the time in and they they participate in the fundraisers, their fees get covered. Um, we have a popcorn sale coming up soon. Um, actually, it's going on right now. Because um, after this game, we have a Toys for Tots game down in South Texas. We're going back down to South Texas. And that game, we're actually playing against a uh, three-time champion, every league that they've been in. Um, you know, they've won the league championships. In the last three years that they've been in existence, they've only lost three games. So I'm really excited about that game in December. Um, we're currently looking for sponsors, um, and anything that can help us with our offset our costs. Uh, between travel, uh, equipment, field rentals, and stuff like that. Facebook.com slash Duke City Diamondbacks is the social media. I know you have a Twitter, too, but your Facebook is pretty active. If you are a young lady in the community, what's the, what's the age minimum, 18? Uh, actually, the youngest is 17 with parents' permission. There we go. So if you were a young gal and you were aspiring to get in the world of competitive football and also be a pillar of your community, reach out to the Duke City Diamondbacks as this is going to be the outlet for you. Anthony, anything we missed before we let you go this morning? Um, no, that seems like everything. Um, if there's any businesses that want to try to reach out and help us out, um, you know, like, like you said, Facebook's the best way. Um, best way to get a hold of us. We also have our emails up. It's dcdiamondbacks at gmail.com. Uh, we do have a sponsorship letter out there. We also have a uh, women a sports a women's Albuquerque sports calendar coming out real soon. Uh, oh, cool. That's going to be representing all the, all the teams that we have. We have the uh, Metro Lightning indoor soccer team, the Atomic Sisters uh, rugby team, um, the, the Albuquerque Roller Derby Girls, uh, the Rio Grande Heat, which is also another women's football team, and of course the Duke City Diamondbacks. Uh, go, go, go ahead and time. go ahead and reserve me two of those, Anthony. Yeah. I'm going to need two of those. So, Anthony Garcia, owner and head coach of the Duke City Diamondbacks, thank you so very much for your time this morning, my friend. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you. Good dude. Good dude. They brought a uh, Vital. They brought like. Half dozen people out to donate blood at our blood drive, like on a whim. They saw it on social media, and they were like, love the show, love Van. They didn't mention me, per se. They said, love Van. If you guys are are helping the community, we're helping you. So um, I enjoy that we can take a little bit of time to help Anthony with a little bit of exposure for his team. They're growing. It's growing. Duke City Diamondbacks, they're growing. But in the community, they're helping. Strong jerseys, too. Everything about them. Strong personalities, everyone I met. Yeah. Yeah. It's like fam- It's like a family-oriented thing. Like, they came out. It was so adorable. Yeah, they brought so many people to the blood drive. Yes. It was so adorable that, like, one of them can, like, smash up against other women and risk life and limb for Correct. a sport she loves. Yes. But she went absolutely pale at the mention of a needle. <laughs> it's so strong and brave in every aspect of her life, but could not give blood when she got there. It was so adorable, so sweet. So really appreciate them helping us out and love to work with them in the future. How fortunate are we to be in a position to align with so many individuals that are willing to help the community? My goodness. How fortunate are we? My goodness. Ben, we're going to grab a break. Okay. I see the phone lines are lighting up. Must said something controversial. Uh-oh. Must have been a hot mic during the break. Uh oh. Did you pull a Tom? A little Tom Brenneman action during the break, Fred? Did you do that? 
Talking Astros when we get back. <laughs> All right. Keep Dave, and Bu- Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live from the ABQ Act studio. Of course, powered by New Mexico Pinon. We play on Team I-9. And we're getting strong with you. Ball strong, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. We're back on the program. During the break, Van and I were planning how we're going to watch Game 7. Woo! You want to do that together? Woo! Together, I want to do like everything to together. By myself. Most fans are like, just leave me alone. Let me be by myself. Hey, that's how I am. I like do chores and stuff at the house when the games. I get so antsy. Like the vacuum runs and stuff. Especially antsy during sober October. Yes. When you can't dull your senses and your nerves with sweet, sweet alcohol. We've had this talk before. I love how good I feel right now. Why can't another month rhyme with sober? Uh, it's s- sober February. <laughs> that one doesn't work. Yep. The no drink November. Well, there's already that one's already prostate exams have already called that one, so that's no shave. Really? Yeah, that's what that is. Is that where you get thirty prostate exams in thirty days? Is that is that what the you do for the month? <laughs> Looking, I'm not sure of the rules, Fred. Explain. We're looking for new partners of the show, so if you if you are one who's interested yeah. in giving 30 prostate exams, this is the program for you. I got a little announcement. You know what I didn't say? You know what I forgot to say? You know what I didn't mention? This week, huh. I was appointed this week to the board of directors for the New Mexico Games. Isn't that something? Well, congratulations, why Fred. Why did I lead with that? I forgot about oh, that. Oh, my goodness. My tell, did I tell you that? You got a lot going on. No, I know you're a busy guy, but I didn't know that. <laughs> Albuquerque, Cheers. New Mexico has decided that I have a certain skill set that will help bring the New Mexico games. Well, I mean, Crashing down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so This is going to be the last New Mexico games. Fred is on the board of directors. Yes. So he's going to change it to the St. Louis Games. Which is nice. I tell. The new logo will the, just. The St. Louis Games live from Albuquerque, New Mexico. The the new logo, Vital, that I'm designing, it's two roadrunners on a bat. <laughs> and a St. Louis Blues logo in the middle. Yeah, that's what it, it's. Uh, it's the Zia reimagined as the blue note. So anyways, there's a fun thing. Congratulations, buddy. Thank you. That's kind. Uh, don't act like you're not going to do everything with me. Yeah, so, you're going to make me do all the hard work. All the hard work. <laughs> Speaking of hard work, your boys have made it about as exciting as humanly possible. Woo! The Houston Astros decided to just nap it out for three games. You mean the Houston Astros, the most hated team in modern sports? You mean the Houston Astros, the team that turned the Yankees into the good guys? You mean... The Houston Astros that wouldn't even have made it into the playoffs if it wasn't 2020. They didn't have a new playoff structure. Do you mean the Houston Astros who are without Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander without Rookie of the Year Jordan Alvarez without Saves Leader Roberto Osuna No Garrett Cole No Garrett Cole. He's on the loser Yankees who are already home wherever they are, without Charlie Morton, who's pitching tonight <laughs> and is going to lose, with the shell of Zach Granke, with everyone in the world rooting against you, those Astros, the Astros who beat the heavily favored 
Minnesota Twins in the first round? The same Astros that beat division rival who owned them all year? The Oakland A's? Those Astros? You got five minutes. The same Astros who overcame every injury imaginable? Who snuck into the playoffs with a losing record? And they were down? 3-0 3-0 to the Rays. Don't take and my shirt off. And then they started hitting good, and they started playing really good. And Altuve kept throwing the ball into the ground, but he kept hitting home runs. And they came, and they won three games in a row. And now they forced the game seven. Those guys. From, those ones you talking about? From the texter. Those Astros. Star. Are those Astros? I tell. <laughs> from the texter. Star of TV that's and a, radio. That's an Astros fan right uh-huh. there. Uh huh. Star of TV and radio. Uh-huh. KOB's very own Brandon Ortega. Rays and Dodgers in the World Series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You're uninvited to golf on Wednesday. But probably. <laughs> Go but, golf by yourself. But probably the Astros. Um, so I can tell here that you're for the H. So you don't, you don't say. So, Van, being for the H. So I really didn't like the Astros. <laughs> and- <laughs> Vital. <laughs> I wasn't really an Astros fan until they started cheating. Oh gosh! Because if, oh, if, if there's any evidence that cheating does a, a franchise good, look at the New England Patriots and their run. No, I'm kidding. I'm from right outside of Houston. I'm an Astros homer, unapologetic. So the three the three zero comeback club. Two members. Two. The Yankees, excuse me, the Red Sox beating the Yankees. I guess you can claim a bunch of hockey stuff. I guess I'm not going to do that. Huh. So really, the the Red Sox and the Astros. Correct. That's it. Yep. With the fate determined tonight. What time's the first pitch? Six o'clock. Here's why the Rays are going to win. Tell me. A Rosarina. Who is on fire. Who's hit seven dingers in the last seven at-bats. I know that's not exactly that's correct. not true at all. But it's very close. Yeah. A pitching staff that un- up until the last three games. <laughs> yeah. They were the best in the American League this year. The best pitching staff in the American League. Best bullpen in the American League. Very formidable. But. Resilient. When healthy. Yes. The Houston Astros have the best offensive lineup in baseball. Scored the most runs in the league on average last two years. The baseball gods would be treating us as the what what is it? What what's got it over? Like what it like as the patronage flock? I don't know. The realm. That we deserve if they give us Houston and L.A. in the World Series. That is the story. That's what I think everyone wants. That's literally the only thing I want in my life. What people wanted out of the Astros was obviously to lose miserably in the first round. Yes. Tuck their tail and go home and not say anything. I did not, but yes. But now that the Astros started winning, Dodgers-Astros rematch is the story, right? The Rays are going to be good for a long time. They're young. They're upstart. They got great pitching. They'll be back next year. Give us Astros Dodgers again. Lance McCullers Jr., who's I think is also a NASCAR driver. Sure. <laughs> Off season. Charlie Morton. Joe Gibbs racing. 
The Astros bullpen's been working hard lately, so they are so McCullers, young and so good. Yeah, McCullers. Hopefully, he can get a, be effective and get him out at least five to six innings here tonight. You're gonna let him go more than eighty six pitches. <laughs> so let me tell you some interesting tidbits about this matchup, Fred. The Rays can parade Uncle Charlie, Charlie Morton. Uncle Charlie, by the way, the official nickname of Adam Wainwright of the St. Louis Cardinals, so I don't accept Because of his curveball. Keep going. Yeah. So anyways, Uncle Charlie. And then they could back him up with 100-mile-an-hour throwing Tyler Glasnow. Oh, my gosh. So they got their two best starting pitchers can go back-to-back in Game 7. That is very dangerous and very scary for the Astros' offense. But the Astros are starting run LMC. Lance McCullers Jr., and I'm going to tell you something right now, Fred. It's a sweet nickname. Lance McCullers Jr. is undefeated in Game 7s. Is that a fact? That is a fact. Has he ever pitched in one? He's pitched yeah, in two. In okay. 2017, he, <laughs> he did. He is 2-0. Oh. Dodgers. Yep. So, do you know who else is undefeated in Game 7s? R.I.P. Bob Gibson, former St. Louis Cardinal. Oh. Lost legend, Bob Gibson. Oh, my goodness. The... The veteran leadership that this Tampa Bay Rays team needs, because they're all 20, none of them can drink. They all have vertical IDs. Well, they can drink, but they can't rent a car. Yes. Yeah. It's 36-year-old Charlie Morton. Sure. Charlie Morton, been around, he'd been around Who's on the, the bump. He's on the bump tonight. Who no one knows the Astros hitters better than Charlie Morton. That's exactly where I was. Charlie going. Morton! So old Charlie Morton... <laughs> All but three years ago. Unity. Helped lead the Astros to a championship. He sure did. He gone. Vital part. Based on the success of both these teams, one in the last three games fledgling, one in the last three games unstoppable, it's like two polar opposite stories. It's a season for the Rays, but it's a playoffs for the Astros. Yes. I know you're a homer. Sure. Neutral site. Sure. All things laid out equal. Sure. The Astros complete the comeback here. Astros complete the they comeback. They absolutely do. They're playing on house money. Yeah. They wouldn't have been in the playoffs at all under normal circumstances. This raised They team, were down 3-0. One other team in the history of baseball has ever done that. So they ain't got a care in the world. This is on the Rays. The Rays are the ones who are going to be embarrassed. Houston's playing on house money. They just get to go out and play baseball. If they lose, so what? They came back from 3-0 and and forced a game seven. It's a great story no matter what. And actually the Astros pitching staff has pretty much stifled the Rays hitting here in this series. That is true. That's 100% true. Yeah. Could and be that, wrong, but I think they've, and, they've done a real good job on the Rays. Well, here. you're making an excellent point because if, and I believe this can very much be true, if the Rays get out like in the first or second inning, and just drop a handful of them. If you give me four, if you give me four over the course of the first three innings, this race team is going to roll with this one. But if if the Houston if Houston can with their starter or their early bullpen because they love to throw it out there, if they can lock you down in the first three or four, this thing is it's going the Houston way. Yeah, thank yeah. you, thank yeah, you for that right. analysis, John Madden. No, it's the start. <laughs> The team, the team that wins most baseball games, the team that scores more runs. If you score more runs at the end of the ninth inning, you're going to be the winner. It's not the more runs; it's the win. <laughs> oh. If Houston scores early, or excuse me, if Tampa Bay scores early, 
Tampa Bay's got a shot. If Tampa Bay doesn't get on the board early, they will not be able to put anything up yeah, in the I later agree. innings. Well, I mean, unless you're like a baseball dork like me and you, you probably don't know that the big storyline from the first three games is the Astros' exit velocity. They were hitting the ball very hard all series right to people. Like, in the StatCast era, the first time this has ever happened, but Albuquerque's own Alex Bregman Pretty good. went 0 for 5 and hit every ball over 98 miles per hour exit velocity. That's the first time that's ever happened. So just the last couple games, those balls that they've been hitting hard are finally finding the grass. So they've been putting wood on it all series, but Tampa Bay has been playing amazing defense. Here's my wild card. Play after play after play. I love the how embraced Carlos Correa is. He's locked in. With being the ultimate villain in baseball. Yeah. He Say goodnight to the bad guy. That is what this is. You're never going to see a bad guy like this ever again, Vital. I don't believe that Altuve likes being the bad guy. I don't believe that Bregman likes being the bad guy. I don't believe that Michael Brantley likes being the bad guy. I don't think that that stud catcher, Maldonado, wants to be the bad guy. His name's Machete. He's the bad guy. It's okay. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa loves it. Loves it. He'll stand on a mountain and say, come at me. Yes. He'll untuck his shirt before you. You know he called his shot, right? What? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he game five. Shot. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's so tough. That is – it's another level when you decide that you're the bad guy. Once you embrace it and you own it? Yes. I told you, like, my Astros fandom, I went through the seven stages of grief. Yes. And the last stage is acceptance. It's like, all right, we're the bad guys now. Everyone hates us. My childhood team, who I've loved my whole life, we're the bad guys. And so I'm jumping in. I'm all the way in. Fine. In, in cliche WWE style. There's a reference. W. <laughs> of course. The heel. Heel turn. The heel turn. Because Astros were beloved. Before everyone knew that they were cheaters and scoundrels. And, and even to take time to wipe them off the bottom of my shoe would be too serving to them. Cubs vibes. Yeah. Early Red Sox vibes. But hey, they will come out in front of in front of your city and tell you that your sports teams suck, tell you that your mayor is an idiot. They'll they'll flip off kids, they'll kiss your wife in front of you. Like this is this is as bad as these are bad boys. And they're just gonna beat up these they're gonna steal candy from the baby that is the Tampa Bay Rays. Yes. 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 So excited. Dodgers. Chills. Dodgers, Astros, World Series. I'm in. Two comebacks. 17 rematch. Be so good. When we get back from the break, today's varsity is Will Smith performances, okay? Also, we'll probably just congratulate the Lakers for like five seconds. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Forgot that happened. Oh, yeah. Dave and, Buster present, Dave and Buster's presents ABQ Central live in the ABQX studio powered by New Mexico Pinion. We play on Team I-9. We're getting strong with the ball strong. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Special thank you to all of our guests today. Nancy and Cody over to Vol Strong. That was a lot of fun. Luca. Luca Griego. That was a lot of fun. Aspiring sportscaster. 
Anthony Garcia, the Duke City Diamondbacks, and my favorite interview of all of my entire life, Sarah Heffron of Watermelon Ranch. Today's varsity, the I-9 varsity today, Van. Contact I-9, i9sports.com. It's league office 280-505-312-4999. 505-312-4999. League office 280 and i9sports.com. Today's varsity is the greatest, the varsity of Will Smith performances. Correct. Okay. And this... I will lead with. And loyal listener, if you're just tuning in, this is in reference to the Dodgers' Will Smith. Who last night homered against the Braves' very Will own. Smith. Yes. So we had Will Smith on Will Smith action. Finally. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first. Hit me with it. Last night. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That was going to be my first answer. Dang it. Duh, obviously. Okay. Okay. Best Will Smith performances. How do you feel about... I feel about Bagger Vance. Did you ever see that? I think that was a legitimately good Will Smith movie. It's a legitimately good... It's 20 years old now. Isn't that crazy? Oh, my God. Him and a young Matt Damon. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Dude, Matt Damon, talk about actors. Yes. Matt Damon is so good at playing Matt Damon. Every single time. Have you seen that movie? <laughs> Have you seen that movie where Matt Damon's a smart janitor? Yes. How, how about that movie where Matt Damon has a gun and runs around? Yes. How about that movie where Matt Damon's on Mars? Have you seen that one? Are you talking about the Matt Damon trilogy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Damon's so good at playing Matt Damon. Now, I think Gemini Man is not going to make the list because we have not seen it. I even heard about it until you mentioned it earlier. Where Will Smith takes on young Will Smith in an effort to kill Will Smith? Yeah. No. Exactly. But legitimately, and this is the one that kind of kicked it off for old Mike Bay, the Bad Boys movies are fire. First one. Oh, no. All three. <laughs> First one for sure. Bad Boys, Bad Boys 2, and then for some reason, skipping Bad Boys 3, but Bad Boys 4 Life. Oh. Well, did they make a third one with different actors? There may be a fan fiction that I don't know about. Okay. Good, good, good. Martin Lawrence is fire. But that's not a Martin Lawrence performance or Will Smith performance. Right. Okay. So I got one. Okay. On Rushmore, on the varsity. Yeah. Wild, wild west. Of Will Smith performances. Is ghosting his oldest son oh, <laughs> to the point no one knows who he is or that he even exists. He gave him a shot with Beyond Earth, which was at or near the worst movie ever made. Willard Carroll Smith the Third. Oh, okay. So here's he's, how ghost. He's did. so not Will Smith's son. No, he went by Trey <laughs> instead of Will Smith. Here's how little I knew that he existed. See? I still thought you were talking about Jaden Smith. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's older than Jaden and Willow. Who, if you have some time on your hands, look up Jaden Smith says. Oh, gosh. Or Jaden Smith quote. 
you're going to go down a rabbit hole of hilarious idiocy. Unless you're a 14-year-old listener, then it's going to be really deep. Super deep. The Men in Black movies are fire, and I really can't even make a joke about them. No, yeah, those they're, are good. Those they're are all excellent. Legit good. Independence Day is fire. Okay. But Enemy of the State, I remember watching Very that. good. Insanely good. That's late 90s Will Smith. iRobot was okay. Hancock sucked. The Aladdin remake is terrible. I haven't watched it out of respect to Robin Williams. There's two of them for me, okay? I Am Legend is fire. I Am Legend is top tier as far as like post-apocalyptic, like like dissidents kind of movies. But it's not better than Ali. Ali is the greatest thing Will Smith has ever done. How about October 13th, 2006, when young Will Smith gets three sacks in one game? Nope, nope. For the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> Super Bowl champion. You're talking about defensive end Will Smith. Will Smith. <laughs> yes, I am. That's a really good performance. How about... Ended up with eight and a half sacks that year. Pretty good. It's a pretty good performance by Will Smith. How about the 1997 banger solo release, Big Willie Style? Man. W- which featured songs that include Just the Two of Us and Getting Jiggy With It. Those were bangers. I grew up. I wasn't a fan. No, you game, don't say. Game recognized game. In 1999, the follow-up smash album, Willinium. That one missed me. Will Smith is such a good rapper that Eminem wrote an entire diss song against him. That, that was unnecessary. <laughs> Vital, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song, if played in the club, can be turned off mid-play and the entire club will finish it exactly as it's performed on the television show. No one would miss a lyric. There was only one. Were you going to play it? Was that it? Were you about to play I, it? I know every word to it, because, and I always will. Because the thing is, Vital, in West Philadelphia. Born and raised. On the playground. Is where I spent. Most of my days. <laughs> chilling out, Maxon. Acting real cool. You're not in, Vital? You're not going to tell Nothing, me about Nothing, Vital. You know it. You know it. You know. You know it. Shooting some... No, I, I only saw the show once. Okay. Oh, man. Was it a very heartfelt episode? That was pretty good. Did you see the Uncle Phil and Will's dad episode? Was that the that? one you saw? Because that was a really good one. It was a very uh, powerful. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's literally like my, my real answer. Yes. That's Will Smith's best performance. Correct. Yeah. He and Uncle Phil. Is that one scene yeah. with Uncle Phil when his dad runs away yet again? I literally have goosebumps by tell. The greatest... Will I Smith. got one more. My finale yes. is Will Smith's performance on Jada Smith's podcast after the whole entanglement thing became public. Ooh. I thought that was his best performance. Any final words, man? Oh, too much for the time allotted, my friend. Good job, everyone. GG. See you next week, Burke.